Hi, this is Bruce Ellis Benson, the host of On Becoming. I'd like to welcome you to our first anniversary special. Last year on August 18, I released the very first episode of On Becoming. At the time, I was expecting that we might have a few listeners eventually and that perhaps it would be an interesting sideline. However, not long after starting the podcast, I was faced with an existential decision. It became clear that I could continue teaching in the philosophy department at university here in the UK, which, among other things, is a long journey from where I live, and the students I was teaching didn't seem all that interested in learning. Or I could step out in faith with the hope that focusing on the podcast would be a better use of my time. I've long had the sense that many of the philosophers I've taught have something so important to say that I wanted as many people as possible to hear it. But I also remain committing to exploring these philosophers and theologians in depth rather than be content with superficial readings or platitudes. It's now clear to me that I made the right choice. You have to understand that starting a new podcast is exciting, but you have no idea how things will turn out. In this first year, the podcast has grown in a way that I simply couldn't have expected. Our download count increases exponentially with each episode, and I've been so happy to hear from you, dear listeners. Some of you are former students or colleagues, and others who are complete strangers and yet have found their way to the podcast and found it helpful and interesting. Over the year, I've covered a lot of ground, and episode topics have ranged from fundamental questions like, what is religion, to discussions of philosophers like Michel Foucault, Friedrich Nietzsche, and Hans-Gerr Gadamer. Given that this is our anniversary episode, I'd like to briefly recap what we've been able to discuss this year as a sort of year in review. I think it's helpful to define a few main themes that have described the podcast. Fundamental questions, evangelical theology and culture, philosophy's role in life and faith, and my own story in both the evangelical world and the academy. While not everything will fit neatly into those four categories, they do account for much of what we've discussed here on the podcast. Fundamental questions are where the podcast started, with episodes like What is Religion? That was the 28th of September of 2022. What is Christianity About? That was the 13th of September of 2022. I was able to demarcate our area of inquiry in those episodes. Before you even start to talk about evangelicals specifically, it's necessary to define Christianity broadly. Before talking about Christianity, it's absolutely critical to have some understanding of what religion is. These questions may seem basic. After all, for many of our listeners, church every Sunday has been a regular pattern, and even for those who aren't practicing Christians, Christian culture does tend to be pretty persuasive in the West. Just think of the times you've heard someone described as a good Samaritan, or the now annual debate about how Starbucks has designed a holiday cup that wages a war on Christmas. Yet, when you really think about this, how sure are you about what Christianity is, or about what religion is? These seem to be in that category of things that are such a ubiquitous part of daily life that we just assume we already understand them, that we already know about them, Yet, the reality is they're far less clear than they might seem. We discovered that while Christianity is a theistic religion, many religions are non-theistic in the sense that they 
don't involve a belief in God. We also came to see that religion, which simply defined as taking something to be sacred in such a way that we build a community around that sacred. That's why we had the episode on football or soccer, to show that football functions pretty much like a religion. Of course, once you realize what religion actually is, you are much less likely to make the kinds of mistakes that even highly educated people make on a pretty regular basis. I can't tell you how many comments on articles I've read that make it clear that they believe religion is for stupid people. This way of thinking, of course, is very much encouraged by holding up the idea of science as the one way to truth. Do you see the problem? You have people on both sides who decry the people on the other side. But there's no need to set up a dichotomy between religion and science. They can be both seen as ways to figure out what's true. Further, usually what you can learn from science, you can't learn from religion. And that point works the other way around, just as obviously. There are many things for which religion is much more helpful than science. I've made this point before, but it is a guiding motif of the podcast. We are fundamentally religious beings, whether you want to argue this from an evolutionary biology's point of view or from the view of, of a specific religion, such as Augustine's point that we've been created to long for and seek out God. Once we set up parameters with these discussions, we went further and looked into areas of greater detail. For instance, we discussed the fact that Christianity, particularly evangelical Christianity, is in a state of decline. That was the decline of Christianity back in September of 2022. One reason that point is important is this. For years, evangelicals looked on as mainline denominations like Methodists and Episcopalians were hemorrhaging members. They didn't merely participate in schadenfreude, the joy of watching something bad happen to your enemy, but also saw their numbers as vindication of the truth of evangelicalism. But now evangelicalism is facing the exact same problems. We also address connections between religion and evolution in the episode How Religion Played a Key Role in Human Evolution. That was back on the 6th of October of 2022. That show was about how we have evolved to be religious beings. I've already mentioned the football as religion episode, but that episode also made clear that, at least in some circles, traditional religion, namely Christianity, is often connected with football. These more fundamental questions provide a backdrop that have been useful and will continue to be useful as the podcast continues. If you're a more recent listener, I highly recommend that you take a listen to some of these earlier episodes, since I think I untangle certain things that tend to be thought together. The next category, evangelical theology and culture, is perhaps the broadest. Most notably in this category are the episodes on evangelicalism as a cult. Uh, these were between 14 April through the 7th of May of 2023 and the episodes on Christian nationalism. What is Christian nationalism? 27th of June, Christian nationalism 2 uh, on Christian reconstructionism that came out in 30th of June, and then Christian nationalism 3, Heads in the Sand, which came out on the 5th of July. In the series on evangelicalism considered as a cult, I took a claim that is pretty common, that certain forms of organized religion 
are not quite as far away as we'd like to think from cults like the Manson family or the Branch Davidians, and looked into that claim in much greater detail than is typical. As to whether evangelicalism is truly a cult, that's something for you to decide, though I think there is compelling evidence that it checks most of the boxes. The episodes on Christian nationalism dealt with a very mainstream concern. While in Christian nationalism too, Christian reconstructionism, it was shown that Christian nationalism isn't a uniquely contemporary issue. It certainly is the case that in a world where the Supreme Court has made decisions that seem to favor Christian beliefs over the rights of others, and Trump's 2016 victory was secured by his iron grip on the evangelical vote, the slow but steady creep of Christian nationalism is beginning to be noticed by those outside of the evangelical world. Put another way, a couple decades ago, one might have been inclined to dismiss people like Gary North and Rusas Rashduni as being on the evangelical Christian lunatic fringe. But that fringe keeps getting more and more mainstream among evangelicals, many of whom have never heard of North or Rushduni, but believe many of the same things. Furthermore, we were able to discuss Doug Wilson, a slavery apologist and Christian nationalist who can be described as a hate monger at best and something like a ghoul at worst. Wilson is by no means a mainstream figure, yet his role in establishing an organization that the New York Times magazine described as a Christian empire certainly demonstrates the fact that, though many are unaware of it, some of the worst elements of Christian nationalism are gaining a strong foothold in the background. A further category is philosophy's role in faith and life. As many regular listeners know, I spent most of my life as a philosophy professor and only recently left to focus full-time on the podcast. I published extensively, especially in the domain of continental philosophy, and continue to speak at conferences and participate in groups such as the International Network for the Philosophy of Religion. Just so you know, the reason I usually introduce myself as a doctor, rather than merely saying my name, is that I want to make it clear that I'm not just some guy with a microphone who decided to hook it up and just blast my ill-formed opinions. Since I take Socrates very seriously, I'm absolutely sure that some of what I believe must be wrong. The chances of any of us somehow just landing on absolute truth are astronomically small. Let me put those chances this way. You'd be making a much better bet randomly buying lottery tickets than assuming that you just happen to be right about all the things that matter. Some of the most interesting episodes on philosophy have been interviews with fellow philosophers like Brian Trainer, the 2nd of November of last year, John D. Caputo on the 5th of January of this year, and Aaron Simmons on the 19th of May this year. Although the interviews have been really interesting, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to them, I highly recommend that you do so soon, many solo episodes have also focused on philosophical questions. One area that I've spoken on both on my podcast and on other podcasts, is the idea of destruction. I address this pretty clearly in Jesus the Deconstructor. That's from 19 January of this year. If you still think deconstruction is a negative tool invented by the devil, okay, not actually the devil, just Derrida, 
then you need to spend some time reading the Gospels, in which Jesus is deconstructing and reconstructing. By the way, reconstruction always goes with deconstruction. In which he deconstructs traditional Jewish teachings. He says he hasn't come to overturn the law, but to fulfill it. But his fulfillment usually involves deconstructive elements. I've also spent a good amount of time discussing Michel Foucault in Foucault, Power, and Religion, the 7th of January of last year. And, of course, two of the most recent episodes have been about my good friend Hans-Gerr Gadamer, who was one of the most influential philosophers of the 20th century. And when I met and worked with him, he was clearly the most important living German philosopher. The final category is my own life. So at the podcast, I've added details about my life and In fact, nearly episode contains at least a small detail, yet there are a few episodes that delve more deeply into my life. For instance, I discuss my time working at Wheaton College, the Evangelical Harvard, in my experience in evangelical higher education, that's from the 8th of July of this year, and why I am still a Christian, and that's from the 26th of May. I discuss the current state of my relationship in that podcast with Christianity. Of course, there is some necessary background to the question of how a queer philosopher who grew up in a homophobic and oppressive evangelical world finally discovered that he, yes, me, is queer. This can be found throughout the podcast, but the best place to start would be with Is Evangelicalism a Cult? The Dispensing of Existence, and that's the 22nd of April of this year, and Is Evangelicalism a Cult? Doctrine Over Person the 14th of April. I've mentioned multiple times that already by age five or six, I realized that I didn't fit into the usual categories regarding gender and a whole lot of other things. As we move into a second year of podcasting together, I have some announcements to make. First of all, some of our most popular episodes have been interviews with people like John Caputo, Brian Trainer, Aaron Simmons, and Tim Whitaker. Keeping the great listener response to these episodes in mind, in the coming year of the podcast we'll have more guests, and we will also continue to platform and speak with individuals who have often been forgotten or actively discriminated against in the evangelical world. A few days ago I reached the first half of my interview with Liz Edmond, the author of Queer Virtue, and early next week I'll release the second half of that. People like Liz, who help us to think critically about the often harmful effects that evangelicals have, both within their own groups and in the public sphere, are incredibly important for both the goals of this podcast and culture writ large. Put another way, many of us have been damaged by the evangelical world. I can think of a very popular teacher in that world who teaches that people with same-sex attraction are broken. I'm sorry. While it is true that evangelicalism has done its darndest to make people like me think that we're somehow bad, the brokenness we've experienced doesn't come from within. It is what has been done to us by people who claim the high moral ground, who then use that ground to make pronouncements that only God could make. Remember the bit about Jesus doing deconstruction? The main force of his deconstruction is to accuse the religious leaders of his day of claiming, in effect, to be speaking for God, and thus breaking the commandment against idolatry. 
At the same time, I've recently become more involved in the exvangelical podcasting world. Earlier this week, I was interviewed with Aaron Simmons for Trip Fuller's podcast, Homebrewed Christianity, and that episode is now available. A few weeks ago, I was interviewed by Tim Whitaker for his podcast, The New Evangelicals, and that episode should be out sometime in September. Additionally, I'll be speaking at Theology Beer Camp, the God Pods Strike Back, in Springfield, Missouri, from October 19 to the 21st. If you're interested in attending that event, where you can also hear from a lot of other great podcasters, you can use the code BRUCEGODPOD to get a $25 ticket discount. Let me add one personal note. I can well understand that many of you listening probably have other things to do than attend a conference for theology nerds. And you're probably not thinking, Springfield, Missouri, that's the place I've always wanted to visit. But bear in mind that if this were in L.A. or New York City, it would be a much more expensive kind of thing, and beer camp simply isn't set up to be that. All right, the personal part. I would love to meet you, and more than just meet, sit down and actually have a long chat with any of you who are listening. So personally speaking, I would love it if you were to attend. Additionally, I've begun thinking about expanding what the podcast can offer. As many of you probably know, I've spent most of my life in academic philosophy, and at its heart, this podcast, with its focus on the question, how do we become who we are, is in part a reflection of my time in the academy. If you're a regular listener, you have heard me mention Hans-Ger Gadamer. Gadamer was not only one of the most influential philosophers of the 20th century, but he was also a good friend. In Gadamer's thought, the most important thing we can learn is the absolute importance of tradition. Tradition is never simply good or bad, but it's always operating in the background of our minds and hearts. I don't mean romantically, I mean what we value. Tradition presents us with a panoply of ideas and possibilities. It's because of Gadamer that I was able to work through many of the aspects of Christianity and figure out what it has to offer that's worth keeping. Even if tradition has bad things, and I probably shouldn't say if, since tradition, like anything, is not unalloyedly good, you still have to examine things carefully. For instance, patriarchy is definitely a problem in both Christianity and Western culture as a whole. Some of the ways in which patriarchy operates are so clear and obvious that no one needs to discuss them. But given that it goes deep, in fact all the way down, Figuring out where patriarchal assumptions are at work is not necessarily easy. It requires a good deal of care, including the care in which we are circumspect about making accusations regarding patriarchy, or for that matter, racism or homophobia. The one of my goals in making this podcast is to present philosophy in a way that is not only interesting, but also easy to understand for the casual listener and serious scholar alike, I've received questions from listeners about some of the philosophy content that comes up, and even some requests to get more into the weeds when it comes to philosophy. With this in mind, I've decided to offer a four-session crash course in Gadamer's philosophy, with a special focus on how it relates to topics that come up regularly on the podcast. You might wonder why I've chosen Gadamer. 
One reason is probably obvious. He's the guy who's most influenced me, not just from reading his books, but also in watching someone who was radically undogmatic operate in actual life. Someone who was in his 90s and still didn't think he had all the answers, but was in the process of still learning. There's another reason, though. When I first taught Gadamer in the fall of 1989, I had no idea of what was about to happen. On the face of things, Gadamer's writing a book on hermeneutics. What? Who cares about that? Yet the reality became clear within the first two or three weeks. Students were finding what Gadamer was saying to be very helpful in understanding the world in which they had been brought up. Studying Gadamer also provides something reassuring, for Gadamer reminds us that all of our views and ways of thinking are always provisional. There can only be something like, this is the best we can do at this point. If you want a specific example, Descartes thought that the most important thing we can do is to achieve absolute certainty. From my point of view, that quest for certainty really messed philosophy up for about 300 years. We had philosophy after philosophy trying to achieve certainty. But Gadamer rightly thinks that human beings are limited in our knowledge and that the quest for certainty or the quest to find answers to all possible questions are just misguided quests that will only end in disillusion. Most important for me, and I realize this may not sound like what you'd expect a philosopher to say, was that students found that their lives were literally different after taking the course, and different in all very positive ways. One of the things that influenced my decision to make the podcast my main gig was that I spent so many years thinking, you know, it's great that this small group of students is learning something that will help and challenge them in good ways. The ability to reach a much larger audience is attractive to me because I'm utterly convinced that people like Gadamer have important things to say, important things that will be helpful. So here are the details. The course will meet four times for two hours. All the readings will be provided, including lecture notes. And I will be available for office hours or further discussion by prior appointment to those who are participating in the course. The course will initially be capped at 15, but based on the level of interest, I may raise that limit or offer the course again at a later date. The cost for the course is $200. But if you are a Patreon subscriber, regardless of the level, and even if you subscribe just a day before the first session, there will be a discount of $40. I also realize that for some people, $200 or even $160 is a significant financial outlay. With this in mind, if you're interested in the course but are simply unable to make it work due to the cost, please get in touch. I think we can work something out. In terms of scheduling, the course will start in October, and I will set up a Google survey to determine dates and times that work best for everyone involved. If you'd like to participate, please get in touch by emailing us at onbecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, before I continue, I'd like to say a heartfelt thank you to everyone listening. Whether you're a longtime listener or this is your first episode, I'm so glad you're here. The title of our podcast, Unbecoming, comes from Nietzsche's life motto, Become Who You Are. 
as beings who are constantly changing, who are always developing, and as beings who are fundamentally social and relational, those around us, both physically and digitally, have a profound effect on how we change and develop. Previously on the podcast, I've discussed figures like Bill Gothard and Matt Walsh, both of whom are hardline Christian conservatives, although Matt Walsh self-identifies as a theocratic fascist. Yes, that's his language. And these figures, unfortunately, spend a good deal of their time spreading fear and stoking hatred. The true danger of people like Gothard and Walsh is that they take the bigoted aspects of conservative Christianity and supercharge them. Rather than making people less dogmatic and more open to inquiry, they close the world of their followers and make them far more dogmatic and sheltered. If you buy into the rhetoric that takes place on their programs, you are going to stop developing. You become static, frozen in a world where darkness is constantly closing in and threats lurk around every corner. So I'd like to invite you to take a different path. Just like Matt Walsh and Bill Gothard, we're creating a world, but it's a world where the spirit of charity is a greater power than the spirit of evil. The only thing that can really fight radical hate is radical love. Well, what's happening right now is incredibly dangerous. It seems like every day a new story emerges about conservative Christianity tending more towards theocracy and further from the true teachings of Christ. The best and most Christian response would be willing to be forgiving and to offer a path for redemption. But until we get to that point, we need to put up a fight, but not that kind of fight. I'm talking about fighting hatred with love. We need to identify bad theology and bigoted philosophy for what they are yet also show how good theology and philosophy can lead us in a much better direction. I believe that we need to continue doing what I've been attempting to do on this podcast, though the goal I'm putting forth is that of going merely beyond the podcast. But here's the thing. This is really up to you. If you're interested in studying Gadamer, then I'm up for it too. I can guarantee that you won't find your time wasted. Perhaps at this point you're wondering if you can get involved in another way. I'm looking to build a community with this podcast, and so of course I do want to hear from you. Whether it's just a note to let me know you're listening, or a lengthy critique of a recent or past episode, or anything in between. At the same time, the kind of world building that we're trying to do here doesn't come that cheap. You may have noticed that our podcast is meticulously recorded and edited. Not only is recording equipment and editing software pricey, but this is not my full-time job. I don't have the stable income of a university professor. So if you can, would you consider helping us build this community? If you found today's episode helpful or interesting, consider supporting the podcast at patreon.com slash onbecomingpodcast or through paypal.com or the paypal app the username for both is our email address onbecomingpodcast at gmail.com of course you can also just follow us or click subscribe but i'll stop there i'm dr bruce ellis benson and i hope you'll join us next week for the second part of my interview with liz edmund